Hello, and welcome to Metal Vice, a podcast where we talk about all things music. Well, at least the things we care about, which is metal and live music. I'm Brian, your host, and I'm joined with my co-host, Karen. Welcome. Uh, today, we're going to talk about Ghost in Green Bay at the Imperia Tour. Is that right? Imperia? 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 Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. It, it is what it is. <laughs> we're not very good at pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> So this was on 923-2022. I'm gonna get this name wrong. I call it the Roach Center, but it's what how would you say it? Resh. Resh? Yeah. Resh? Resh. 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 How oh, do you get roach? I don't know. I'm dyslexic, so it's there's no O or it's A. Roach. Well the E is silent, so it's R E S C H. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Whatever. It's the Resh Center or Roach Center, however you want to call it. I'm going Roach Center. <laughs> For <laughs> Anyway, at this particular venue... Uh, we paid $99.50 for the tickets and $50 in fees. $15 in fees. Oh, shit. I fucked that up, too. Uh, yeah, it's $15 in fees. Uh, so $99.50 and $15 in fees. We, we got physical tickets. We had to go to Will Call to get those. Typically, like, when we get physical tickets, we prefer physical tickets because we, like we like the tickets. We save them. We do, like, a little collage with all the shows we've been to, and if we don't get a physical ticket... We have to find a printer and print out a ticket. We have like a website we found that lets us throw information in it and print a random ticket off. But so when we, we have the opportunity to buy physical tickets, we we do that. I feel like $99 is a lot. I do too. I forgot it was this much for this particular show. Yeah. Like that just seems like a lot. Yeah. And we'll get into the actual show itself, um, which I mean, we'll get into it. I don't have a whole lot of complaints about the show. No, me neither. No. Venue and location, that's a different story altogether. But, I mean, I guess the point I was trying to get to with the fees is we didn't typically have to pay like that that shipping fee of like eight bucks, right. a printing fee for it. Well, that might be baked into that $15. But so $15 seems cheap when, if was this through like Live Nation? No, this was one of those Tixars oh, or yeah, like, one of the other ones. Yeah, I remember seeing that above the door. Like they have their own ticket venue yeah. or ticket uh, distributor. Which I like that because their their fees are a lot less. Yeah. They have fees, and I get I get the concept of a fee, right? You have to cover your overhead of the printing cost, your overhead of the server space. Like it takes energy, and you have to like it does cost money to like have this back end infrastructure support this stuff. But Ticketmaster just like rapes you and, on the fees in Live Nation. Yeah, I mean it's the uh, same thing. Is it the same thing? Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, cause I mean, we've been to shows that are forty dollars and twenty seven dollars for yes. a fee. So having a, only a fifteen dollar fee on a hundred dollar ticket is no, it's not bad. Not bad at all. Um, but yeah, a hundred bucks for this show it does seem pretty pretty pricey yeah, for sure. Yeah, I didn't realize it was so expensive. And, I mean, we did have floor tickets, so those are going to be a little pricier anyway. Well, still, I mean, we've seen so many shows where. You know, it might be like $76 for floor or, yeah. you know, $65, like not $100. Well, $99, but still. And this is the Imperia Tour. We saw them, oh, what is it? This is 
September. We saw them February, right? Saw them January. No, February. Was it February? We saw Avatar January and oh, then okay. yep. Yep. the week before Metallica. February 2020. Yep. 2022. So what is that? Seven months ago, right? Which was the pre-Imperia tour. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Because um, it's before the album came out. Exactly, right? So this is in support of their newest album, Imperia. Um, we went to go see that. They had a couple singles out, I think. Hunter's Moon. Um, and Little Miss Sunshine. No, I don't think so. I think it was um, the opener, the song they opened to. Um, oh. Um, Kyseria. Kyseria, yeah. We're Those probably saying that songs. wrong, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was kind of cool to see them. That was our second time seeing them. We saw them at open air. Um, but that show was awesome. That was with uh, Volbeat. They were co-headlining. And then Twin, Twin Temple. Yeah. Which that show in and of itself was pretty cool. Volbeat we'd seen before also. They put on a decent show. It's fine. It's I always equate Volbeat with if Metallica stayed in the load reload era, like yeah. they would be Volbeat today, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And then Twin Temple. Um what do you think of Twin Temple when we first saw them? So very interesting. I couldn't decide if I liked it or I didn't like it. And I still don't know if I have an answer to that. How would you, how would you class or what, if somebody asked you who Tim, Twin Temple was and what kind of music they had, how would you say, like, what would be your descriptors for their music? A uh, storybook satanic. Oh, like they weird. Put on that's a, interesting. Like it's satanic, but they put on like a story with it. Okay. I, I would go a little different. I would go. What would you say? Fifties or sixties jukebox satanic. Like. It, was, like it definitely had like that 50s, 60s um, soda jerk, like yeah. soda fountain vibe music to it, but all satanic, very satanic imagery to it. Yeah. I guess I feel like they were putting on a story, so that's why I like put storybook with it, it. I mean, they put on a great show. It was a show. They were there to entertain. The whole thing had reason behind everything. Um, I think I'm in the same boat as you where... It was fun and energy. Like I enjoyed watching it. It's not something I'm going to seek out every single day. Right. Right. Yeah. But it was it was fun to have that play on satanic music with ghosts. So. Oh, a hundred percent. Because ghosts is the same thing, right? It's that yeah. like we're the Christian, like the Catholic Church, but instead of worshiping God, we were Satan. Like it's the Church a, of Satan. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, a I little different saying. than the satanic I, temple. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. But they have, like, the same, like, imagery as, like, the Catholic Church does and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. The same sort of traditions and whatnot. Yeah. Say you have your pulp, but your pulp is, you know, they commune directly to Satan. I guess I just brought that up because it was very interesting that we saw them. Like, their ghost is a band from Sweden. Um, I don't feel like they come over here that often. I don't know the last time they were here. Like, 2017 was the open air we saw them at. I don't think they've been back since, and they may have. They may have. I don't know. And we just weren't going to shows that often, but it seems like a treat when they come over because it's such a great show. Well, yeah, and even when we were in Denver, like, everybody was like, oh, I want to see a show. I want to see a show. Like, I want to see them. So I don't think it's very often right. that they come. So, I mean, granted, we saw them twice in one year. but Which was, that's what I'm saying. It yeah. was odd, right? You had the pre-Imperia tour because the album didn't come out and now the album came out and they're there to support the new album and they did another tour. Yeah. 
Um, and I think, so do you remember much of them from the first time we saw them at open air ghost? Not really. I remember um, coming out with like the Catholic outfit or like the Catholic gown and hat and everything. I don't know. That's not the proper terms, but <laughs> yeah. Looking like the Catholic Pope. Yeah. Um, I remember that. And then I think at the time you had made the comment that people or that you weren't really into ghosts because somebody at work was into ghosts and I don't know. You just, so then I think I had a vibe of like, I don't like this going into it. Yeah. It's not something that like, I'm necessarily saying like, I'm not into, I really enjoy their music. It's just not your everyday. It's a different style of music. Um, I would classify ghost as metal. Um, not super hardcore metal, but definitely a metal band for sure. So it's it's one of those things like, all right, I need a refresher, a palate cleanser. I might go to Ghost for a little bit and listen to that. And I guess I'm bringing all this up because we didn't do a, a podcast on that first show. And I remember leaving that first show and you just being amazed at the performance. What first show? The at, first, uh, sorry, the first show this year. Oh, okay. Of, okay. I thought you meant at Open Air. I was like, yeah, no. I left liking it, but I kind of had that sour taste because you said that you gotcha. didn't like it. So. But this first time around earlier this year, not so much. You had, you really enjoyed it, I right? enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And I think it's a different experience than just listening to Ghost on like Spotify. 100%. Like when you actually see the show um, and the performance and everything, it, you know, like just so much different. So, yeah. And we'll talk more about the actual performance here in a little bit. So let's, let's just dive straight into it then. Um, this particular, uh, rush center, arrest complex, um, is in green Bay, Wisconsin. Our first time being up in green Bay. What'd you, what'd you think of the little bit of time we spent in green Bay? Like we like traveling to, shows in other cities, other venues, yeah. other areas. What was your thoughts when you first got to Green Bay? I wouldn't even consider this going to Green Bay because we literally just drove to the hotel, walked to the venue, and then walked back to the hotel. We went out to eat, or we went to, like, one of the bars that are around there. But the rest center is right next to Lambardi Field. What is it? Lambeau Field. Lambeau Field. Where the Green Bay Packers play. Yes, that place. As you can see, I'm really into football and know my st- – about that i'm not very big into football either i like watching it lombardi trophy is like the main trophy at the end of the season and i think that went to like the packers coach vince lombardi 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 so it's lombardi field lambo field lambo field but it's on lombardi avenue who is the coach got it i don't care i'm guessing i don't know 100 percent, but yeah. i don't care anyways it's right next door to the field sports ball talk yep i could care less <laughs> <laughs> but we did we were um fortunate i mean there's not very many hotels up there but we were fortunate to be able to stay like a block away two blocks away it was super close to the venue yeah. like this venue was in between like a block away from our hotel and a block away from that was lambeau field yeah and even checking in and just hanging out in the lobby. Like we went down before the show uh, to the bar to get a couple drinks. And then we waited in the lobby for food to be delivered after the show. And like even the checking in all of that, there were so many ghost fans checking in like at that particular hotel. Yeah. And it seemed like a lot of people were doing the same thing. We talked to um, 
a couple of people who had drove in from Minneapolis. Yeah, Minnesota somewhere. I don't know if they said Minneapolis, but Minnesota, yeah. But yeah, it seemed like a really like the northern Midwest. Like this is a destination where they'd all, yeah, a lot of people drove to go see. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, if you think about it, they were either in Green Bay or uh, Peoria. They may have been in like Minnesota somewhere or Minneapolis a few weeks before. Possibly. I think the guy we talked to was saying he missed them at that show and then really fell in love with them and wanted to see them. So came I to think the that closest. was the pre-show. Though. Oh, was it? Yeah, like he was talking about like when it was <clears throat> it was either earlier this year or when they came prior, um, came to the U.S. prior that he missed them and he wanted to see them. So gotcha, gotcha. Um, but what I was basically meaning is, like, if you're in the Midwest and, I mean, I don't even consider Green Bay Midwest, but. Oh, 100% I would. You would? Yeah, it's just, it's North Midwest, but it's still Midwest for sure. I guess, yeah. But I just feel like it's so far up there. Yeah, it is. It's near Canada, so. Yeah. Well, we found out it's a long ways from Canada. It is, but, like. There's a whole lake between. Our, our, our bartender still said A. She did. From time to time. She so did. Yeah. So that's that's Canada territory for sure. Yeah. I guess. Um, but speaking of, so before going to the show, we checked on our hotel. We walked over to the marina just to see like get the vibe of like where it is, how to get in. Walked around it. Um, also trying to find where Will Call was. Because according to the email we had, you can get into Will Call an hour and a half before. Typically, Will Call either is inside or outside or both there's usually like an outside where you can just walk up and they have like the screen doors that you can you the can window? yeah the window not screen doors like the screen window but it's like a metal window not screen shuttle shutter shutter that's the word i'm thinking of that rolls down and then you oh, just okay. i was like trying to think shutter like shutters go up and down too yeah um anywho but we couldn't find it we saw the line to get in it was, it was a pretty decent line already, and this was two and a half, three hours before the show? Two, two and a half. Somewhere in there, yeah. And so we said, all right, whatever, let's go get some food across the street. There was like a sports bar that we went to. And we were sitting there, it was before that, when we were walking around, we saw the ad go up over screen right. showing who's going to be when there. When we walked around the field. Yep. Or uh, not the field, the arena. The arena. Yeah. And who did it say was going to be there? Um, so it had Ghost, Carcass, and Spearbox. And that sounds and awesome. We hadn't seen Carcass or Spearbox before, but who were we supposed or thinking we were going to see? Mastodon. I was super excited to see Mastodon again. Mastodon. 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 <laughs> Mastodon again. And they weren't listed up right. there. So when we went to that sports bar and had some food. We were like searching all over the internet to see an announcement. Like, I swear to God, when we bought these tickets, they were supposed to be there. And we still haven't found like an official announcement saying Mastodon's not going to be at this particular show. I think we found one poster shared that had like the double star next to this show. Yes, we saw that, but we didn't see like an announcement saying they weren't there. So, I mean, it's very possible that they were never going to be at this show. Possibly. 
But I'm pretty sure, I, I don't know. I just can't remember. I just don't see why we would have bought this show instead of going somewhere else, like going to Peoria or something. I mean, I know we didn't go to Peoria because we were just there um, earlier this year. And we were like, oh, let's go to Green Bay. But I would assume if we knew that Mastodon wasn't going to be there, we would have went to Peoria. Yeah, that's possible. The only other thing I can think of is this show was on a Friday night. Peora, Pre, Peoria was on like a Wednesday, Thursday night. Yeah, I think it was Thursday. So we we may have talked about it and didn't want to get an extra hotel room for the night or something for um, to have to like work so we can use up the least amount of vacation to do this. No, I agree. What I'm saying is I think we would have chosen Peoria if we would have known Mastodon wasn't going to be in Green Bay. Maybe we would have, but I'm yeah. saying maybe not because maybe we prioritize the weekend concert over the... Because the other thing is we initially planned to make an entire weekend out of this. We were. yeah. And we ended up cutting that short because Lamb of God was in Chicago the next night and we decided we wanted to go see that. So we, don't, we were only in Green Bay for one day. Yeah. Because we didn't get to do the other things we wanted to do. Of Like one of our other big things to do, especially Milwaukee, is go to record stores. You have like a tradition where there's one record store. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Bullseye. Bullseye? Yeah. 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 That little tiny one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where you like to go in and just like. Yeah. They have like one box of metal, um, but they often have um, cheaper metal and stuff that I haven't ever heard of. So if I can find like a 10 or $15 record, I just choose one of that box. And just some random one that yep, looks cool. Some random one, like one of them that we got is like Doom Ritual metal. I don't even know yes. what it is, but I don't even know if it's really metal. But it's like a ritual's happening, and it's like Doom based. But anyways, um, it was there for like two or three times that we went, and then finally I was just like, I'm getting this. But we were trying. We were hoping to do the same thing in yeah. Green Bay. Yeah, that's the whole point of like making the weekend trip out of it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I don't even consider that we went to Green Bay because we, I mean, the area that we went to is like right when you get off the interstate. I gotcha. So we were like, we were in and out basically. Yeah. Basically. Like, and it was the edge. We didn't even go. I mean, I guess the field is in Green Bay, but like, I felt like we were on the edge. Like we got off the interstate and then there's like a little area. There's houses and stuff, but. I mean, it's the same thing of, like, if you came to Chicago and went to Soxfield, right? Like, That's in the middle of South Chicago? Yeah, but like, the same thing. Like, you're not downtown. You're not, like... Yeah, I guess. It's just, like, you're... It's just really small. Right, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean... So that's when, like, the, the, the disappointment for me started of realizing, oh, shit, we're not going to go see Mastodon. I was really wanting to see Mastodon... Um, I was excited for that, and they weren't going to be there. And instead, there's this band Carcass, which I had no idea who they were. Not saying that like I wasn't excited to see a new band Carcass, but I had my expectations set. Had you never heard of Carcass even? I had heard of them, I oh, think, okay. but not like heard them. Yeah. I've never listened to them. I've never listened to them either, but I've heard of them. So when you said never heard them, I thought you meant no, no, like I heard, heard. I get what you're saying. Um, so then we went, um, 
went back. They were letting people in for the VIP. We asked about our uh, will call tickets. He said, just come on back. So we went back to the hotel, like I said, got a few drinks at the bar. A lot of uh, ghost fans there just hanging out before the show. And then we went over, I can't remember what time the doors opened. Was it 5, 6? 5.30, I think 5.30, something like that. The show started at 5.30. I think doors opened at, uh, whatever. No, Lamb of God started at 5.30. Oh, right, right, right. So we, we went over. The line had already basically gone away. So we walked basically straight in, take your everything out of your pockets, put your hands up, walk through the metal detectors, and they don't do any pat-downs. They just like, go ahead. And as soon as you walk through, you're in this, like, massive sea of, not even massive, just a... A clusterfuck. A, a clusterfuck of people. Because um, you can definitely tell there's, like, a line, but it seems like there's two or three lines going on at once. And... Then you see the the box office straight behind these two lines. So we just walk up there, get our tickets. And then we realize the two lines are they have two different merch tents. One for the t-shirts and some other miscellaneous items like patches and records and whatnot. And then they have a second merch tent for posters and bags yeah, and like a flag. I don't understand why they had two different tables. I'm going to call them tables, not tents. But... Oh, yeah, not merch tents, yeah, <laughs> tables. And, like, to kind of explain, like, the rush center, like, when you walk in the door, like Brian said, you're going through security, and then you have, like, these, this, like, why I called it a clusterfuck is because it's a small lobby that they had the two merch tables set up, and then they had, like, four lines of people just snaked back and forth for those. And then you don't even, like, there's also the door to scan your ticket that's past the merch right and like i heard one lady walk up i don't know if you heard because you were getting the tickets but she came up and it seemed like she had the tickets for people but wasn't going to the concert like the people she was with was going to the concert but she had the tickets on her email or something and so she asked the lady like oh how do i get the tickets or whatever and I hope the lady didn't stand in that line, but the ticket lady told her that the line for merch was the ticket line. Yeah. And she was kind of upset because she's like, I have to stand here with them, basically. So I hope that they didn't stand in that line. I didn't watch, but. Yeah. Because like right after we got our tickets, we talked about getting merch. She was like, no, we'll get it later. And walked straight up to that door, like you said, to. Yeah. There was no line. There's, I mean. Which makes sense, everybody's standing in line for merch, but there was no line to get into the venue. I mean, Pat, either security, there was no line, and there was no line at the right. ticket door. So then we walked up, scanned our tickets, got in, and like right away to our left was the entrance to the floor. And we just walked over there, showed our IDs, showed our tickets, got our wristbands so we can go onto the floor, and walked straight into the floor. And what was your initial thought as soon as you walked in? It was teeny tiny. It was so small. Like, we've been to small venues that are bigger than this floor. I expected this to be big. And because, I mean, like I said, we saw them earlier this year at the Allstate Arena, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. In Rosemont. And that has like a 200 section, right? Where you have your 100 seats that are like the main seats around the perimeter. 
near 200, which are like the very next level up. You have like a little walkway between the two and then you can go straight up. And some have like 300s. Allstate might have a 300. It might I not. I don't think so. I think it's only 200. We'll have to look next time we're out there. Yeah. But this just had the 100. There was no 200. Yeah. And when we saw them in January um, at Allstate, their stage was like, you had your stage, but then you had the little jet out walkway thing. And this stage was just a flat. Well, it did stage. have a jet out. It did in the center. It walked out a little bit, but not very far. Not the this same. Looking? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't see that, I guess. Yeah. I didn't notice that at all. No, because there was that little walkout, um, especially during, I guess, all the bands. Um, the lead singer, when she came out for Spirit Box, that's where she started was out on that jet out. But like I said, it was not very far off the main stage. Like Allstate, where it was, it seemed very long. Okay. But yeah, I thought the same thing. It was very, very tiny. And the stage seemed very cramped, unlike yeah. like we'd seen it before. Yeah. Well, like, this is crazy of me, but I actually counted the seats. And there was, there was 20 by 25. In each little section? In each section. And then, I mean, obviously, when you get around the bowl, there's smaller sections. So that's not even that big. But, I mean, that's less than 500 people per... Because then you had the stairs, too. So those only had 16 across instead of 20 across. So... I mean, it's 500 if you do 20 by 25. 500 in each section, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then you have to take out the stairs. What would you guess for capacity if you had to guess? 7,000? It's a 10,200 seat. Oh, for seats. Yeah, so I'm guessing... I, I would guess... a. 11,000 to 12,000 max capacity. Yeah, but it wasn't sold out. It, it, and that's the other thing. <laughs> it was not sold out. The floor, like we ended up hanging back for most of the concert instead of being close. Well, we were, it's not like we were hanging back on purpose. We just were at the back of the crowd. It, like we were up by the crowd, like in the crowd, but there was just not that many people there. Yeah. Like we were still halfway up to the stage yeah we were uh, in terms of the floor yeah 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 there we just definitely wasn't were. that many people yeah that's that's true yeah it's not like when we saw three days grace and corn where we purposely stood further back right 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 this was we we weren't going to try to get up to like as close as we could but at the same time we were trying to relax and not be in it but at the same time it there was just nobody there so yeah yeah and like the sections right behind us were completely sold out or not sold out empty yeah like the two sections that go around the bowl the smaller sections like angled sections had like nobody sitting there yeah and i mean not that we had to talk about this but like i tripped and fell walking there and like oh right my back hurts so bad because i don't know how to walk and like, I wanted to sit down so bad, and I thought about, like, nobody's sitting there. I could just walk up and go sit. You probably could have, honestly. Yeah, but I didn't want to sit. I don't yeah. know. I mean, all in all, that's my biggest 
not not even complaint, just noticed like thing I noticed about the venue is it was very very tiny. Well, yeah, we even um like went up and walked the concourse or whatever you want to call it, yep, like yep. around, and there was just a couple vendors. There's no merch inside. You could only get merch out in that lobby area, which you did get a little stamp if you went in. You got a little stamp to go out. So let's let's talk about that real quick. Okay. Um. I can't remember when we we decided to go get merch eventually. I think it was after Spirit Box, right? No, it was after Carcass. Was it after Carcass? Yeah, I, I needed to walk a little bit. Okay. And so we decided to go get merch after Car. No, no, the first time. Oh, the I first think, time was after Spirit Box. Yeah. 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 We went after Spirit Box, hoping that like the merch line had died down, and it was just as long as when we first got in. So we were like, all their merch is online. We can just buy this online. And the only thing they didn't have online that you wanted was one of the shirts. Yeah, the one with the tablet on the back. Yeah. Or the Ten Commandments. I mean, it looks like the Ten Commandments. I call it a tablet. Yeah. Or the golden plates. Whatever yeah. you want to call it. <laughs> but that had, instead of commandments, it had the, the tour dates yeah, on right, it. Yeah, right, right. Um, so that was sold out online. But we... So we got a different shirt online. Cause we're like, we're not going to wait in this line. It's all online. They had that shirt you wanted still hanging on the wall. So it's possible they have it, but it's also like it could sell out by the time we, before we get up there. Or they don't have our size or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. why bother? So let's buy it online. We did that and then we went right back in to see it. But to do that, you now have to leave where you scanned your ticket. Also, as you're walking out, there's another door that leads outside that they're letting people out to go smoke. Yeah. I have never been to a venue that once you've scanned your ticket, you're free to roam the grounds. Yeah. I mean, I guess if we would have walked past the main doors, we probably couldn't have went outside. Past security. Yeah. Probably not. Like, they had, so the smoking area um, was like, had like the little gate thing or the fencing stuff. Yep. And they did have people on at the door to make sure that you had the stamp or whatever to get in and out. So you couldn't like have your friends just come up and go inside. And that's yeah, exactly right. Like as you're going out, they would stamp your hand with like this little smiley face, like to let you know that, all right, this person's been in and out. Yeah. It's just really weird. I've never been to a venue like that. I know. Even at festivals, like you can't, once you are in the festival grounds, you can't like leave. Right. The only one I can think of is maybe Riot Fest. You can't I don't, leave. You can't leave during that no, at all? No, I don't think so. Because I don't know if we scanned our ticket. We just like showed, hey, we have a ticket. Or we showed our wristband for like the three-day VIP. I guess I thought, maybe. I can't remember, but I thought there's... For some reason, I thought like, oh, maybe we can leave and come back I mean, there's in. nothing to do around there, so I don't know why you would leave. No, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I thought that was really weird. Eventually then, yes, you were right. After Carcass, we went back out to Merch again. And this time there was absolutely nobody at Merch. Yeah. We were able to. Oh, I mean, granted, it was like, I think when we walked back, the one guy made a joke of like, church starts in 10 minutes or whatever. Yes, he did. So it was like really close to what was going on. So everybody was in the venue. Yep. Or in the arena area. And sure enough, we went to get that one shirt you wanted. And they didn't have our size. So we had to get like an extra large. Yeah, it's okay. I'll wear it on leggings or something yeah i mean but still like 
good tip. If they're selling merch online and you don't want to wait in line and you you don't need that shirt right this moment, yeah. buy it online. Yeah. It'll be shipped. But we almost didn't take shirts for Sunday or for Saturday for the drive home. So we did talk about that because we looked up merch online. People on Reddit would post like the merch booths. And Mastodon had a really cool shirt that I wanted. And yeah, you're right. We almost like just to pack light, let's not take an extra shirt. Yeah. But I'm glad we did because we didn't have anything to wear. So how about the bands themselves? Yeah, let's get so into the music. I this, feel like we talk about venues a lot more than we talk about the music. We do. I mean, I really enjoyed the venues yeah. a lot. Like the venue to me can either make or break. Yeah, it's the show. Say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And this one we kind of went in like I think we even stood there for five minutes just like looking around and being like, Oh my gosh, this is so small. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with small venues at all. It was just the expectation we had yeah. Yeah. was it would be bigger. Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean we went to the mission ballroom and it was small. And yeah. then but going here where you're thinking you're going to an arena. I mean it is an arena, but it's just small. Yeah. And like I said, I started getting a little disappointed when we got food and and found out Mastodon was not going to be there. That was a little disappointing. Then we walk into this venue and it's pretty small. And that kind of just was a little bit of a disappointment as well. I was like, oh. And then seeing that it wasn't sold out was a little bit of another disappointment. I thought, honestly, we've been to shows, like almost every time we go to a show, the first opener, maybe the second opener even, and this only had two openers, it's not to max capacity. People are still straggling in. Right, yeah. And I thought that would happen here, but it really, it didn't. No, no. Which Uh, is the same with the line. When we walked up the first time and the line, like, you even asked, like, oh, do you want to go back to the hotel or wait in this line? And I was like, let's just go back to the hotel. Like, I don't need to wait in line. And sure enough, like, those people who were there were probably the only line, really. I mean, maybe more people came over the, the next hour, but when we got there, there was absolutely nobody. And, like, I like small venues. Small venues are a lot of fun. They're more intimate. Like, it's it's just better, I think. Larger venues are cool, too, especially if you can fill them. It's awesome. The So I don't have any problem necessarily with the how large this venue was. Like I said, it was just not what I expected. The thing that this venue... The thing with this venue that I didn't like, and we're going to get into right now with Spirit Box, is the acoustics. Yeah, it was not good. Oh my God, it sucked so bad. So I kept looking up, um, or like during it, I kept like looking up and I'm like, okay, is that how the speakers are facing? Like, were they facing too far up? Are they too, like, too far up for the size of the venue? Like, do they need to be more down i don't know like i don't know what the issue was but it like i think after even the first song like i looked at back at you and i'm like it doesn't sound good yeah and i think the biggest problem was the vocals just got drowned out by the guitars like there wasn't that balance yeah all you could hear was guitar like even i mean we're not to carcass yet but even during carcass like i could hear the drums but all I could hear was guitar. I mean, granted, the singer and I mean, and then the lead guitar were both playing guitars, but all you could hear is guitar. 
And the other thing that was uh, made me very hesitant or very nervous before car or before Spirit Box even went on was I saw their lighting setup, and they had these like triangular lights behind yeah. behind all the instruments. That looked like they were facing straight out of the audience. And I was like, shit, they're just going to blur us with light. I felt the same thing. Oh, I was so nervous. I was not happy. I think we have PTSD from uh, interpreters. Yeah, 100%. Where it was like just lights yeah. shining out in the crowd. And so I got, I was disappointed, no Master Dawn. Disappointed the size of the venue. Disappointed by this lighting setup. And then Spirit Box comes out. And the lighting wasn't bad. It was really good. Yeah. What they had set up and how it went along with their set, it it was great. I thought it was amazing. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was really good too. And the lead singer, she came out and she fucking rocked it. Like she, like, I have never listened to Spirit Box. I... I've only heard of them because you've mentioned them. Yeah. But that's it. I've seen people wear the shirts all year. And I think I saw something about them on Instagram. Um, but I knew we were seeing them. So I did not want to listen to them. I've kind of like changed my mind about that over the last year where I'm like, instead of knowing about the band or listening to the band before going in, I want to just go in and have like a raw thought of what do I think about them. Um, but I 100% agree. Like, she is the lead vocalist that I like from a metal band that has a female lead of where you can where she can sing, but then she can also do the deep growls, and it is it just makes it for me. It's so great. Oh yeah, it was it was awesome. I I agree with that a hundred percent. And your comment of going in blind, I think you got that from me a little bit. Yeah, because I changed used my to mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You changed my mind on that a lot. And I'm kind of torn now more than I think, especially with these two, with these two opening acts with Spirit Box and Carcass is I went in blind for both of them. And I kind of wish I hadn't because I didn't, it was great to get that first impression and be like, spoiler alert, I fucking loved everything about this show outside of the audio and the sound of the actual venue. Yeah. Everything else was fucking amazing. Yeah. So, like, I love the fact that we went in blind and were able to come out. Like, all those bands killed it. Those bands were great. But at the same time, I wish I would have known so I could have, like, sung along or, like, got super hyped yeah. when the song came on. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was that one part where she comes out and she's like, here's a little tale that my daddy told me or something like that. Like, And everybody knew what yeah. she was talking about. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, fuck, I wish I would have been on that same page with everyone yeah i think after the third or fourth song um i would in my mind i I might have said something to you i'm not sure but i was just like i want to go listen to them on like spotify because i could tell already that i like this song kind of like when wage war when we saw wage war for the first time i was like i like this and i want to listen to this again i just was so tired of the audio not being very well but um we did listen to spirit box on our drive home um, the next day. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, okay. Continue. I was going to say, like, I enjoyed it so much. Like, we listened to, did we listen to the just her, just the album? We just or? did, like, the top songs on Spotify. Oh, okay. So you didn't put them on the playlist no. or anything? Okay. I mean, I did now. They're on the new playlist now. But okay. that wasn't what we were listening to. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I, I enjoyed it. 
and I, I'm going to listen to them a lot. <laughs> I can tell. But um, I'm glad that we both enjoyed it so much. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned earlier where she has the ability to sing in a very beautiful voice and very melodic and just, I don't want to say feminine, but like it, it was a very nice singing voice. Mm-hmm. And then on a dime, go to those deep growls, which yeah. was fucking awesome. I love that. But you're right. We did listen to it on the way home. And to me, this is the same as Wage War, where the live performance just seemed heavier than what we listened to. And maybe it's just the songs we listened to, or I don't know, but... I think live performances are just heavier in general. Yeah. It's louder. It's heavier. I mean, You have the crowd. You have all of that energy. So it, it definitely felt different listening to it. And maybe that's going back to I like going in blind because I don't think I would be as big on Spirit Box if I had listened to them before seeing them Oh, really? Live. I don't know. You think so? I don't know. Or if I wouldn't have, like, oh, they're fine. They're okay. That's so funny because, like, 10 minutes ago you just said, I wish I would have listened to them because I really... <laughs> I know. I don't... <laughs> that's the thing. I don't understand. Like, listening to them on the way home, I it just it had a different vibe to it, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah. But I've had that before where, like, I've listened to a band, um, and I, it was okay, but then once I see them live, then it's, like, you can connect more to the music, so then it's, like, more enjoyable to listen to. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, anything else about Spirit Box, like, that you want to bring up? No, I thought it was great. Yeah, I, I, I agree, 100%. Like, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, why, why don't you lead us off on Carcass, what you thought about them when they first came out? What I first thought? Yeah. I was surprised. Um, I had heard the name Carcass before, but I didn't realize that they were formed in 1986. I guess I didn't know that, yeah. I looked up because I was curious, but... They were definitely <laughs> older when they came out. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. <laughs> like, I was trying to... Yeah. I, I guess I thought of Carcass, I don't know, maybe I'm getting confused with somebody else, but I just was picturing a younger, like, our age band, um, heavy, like, which they were pretty heavy, but um, more thrashy. Um, yeah. I was like, what, I don't even know what genre I would call it, but obviously they have that thrash, the, the thrash element from being in the mid 80s they had that look the vibe but then also like a death metal like tone to it as well yeah i was gonna say it's definitely in that death metal thrash yeah kind of area which we're really bad at genre or getting music in genres but i mean for me and i'm probably the same for you i don't give a shit what sub genre it is if it sounds good and i enjoy it fuck it it's awesome exactly and we don't listen to just one. Right. Like, as long as we like it, we'll listen to it. Right. But, yeah, it, it definitely, I was not necessarily shocked. We've seen a lot of bands lately that they come out and it's these old men. Yeah. With, like, I think Napon Death, like, the bassist. Yes. Has, like, long-ass hair, but balding. And I'm balding. Yeah. And decided to, yeah. like, shave my head. It's like, 
I guess I could grow my hair out. He can. I can. I feel like the singer of Carcass was balding as well. <laughs> I think you said that to me. Like, I was like, so you, you can, can grow, grow your hair Yeah, out. you could grow your hair. It's just long on the sides. Just nothing on top. So I, um, the other thing that surprised me is I didn't realize that they were from the UK until he spoke. I mean, because singing, you can't tell. I can't tell anyways. Um, and then when he spoke, I'm like, oh, they're from the UK. I looked out there from Liverpool. I hope that's the UK. That is, yes. Okay, cool. That's where the Beatles are from. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, well. (laughs) I like the Beatles. Similar yet different. (laughs) I I enjoyed them quite a bit. It's another band, once again, you know, we went in blind. And I, the primary focus for me is not vocals. I know it is for you. You're... You're very big on vocals and lyrics. Yeah, I like to listen to lyrics. I'm that's always like way down the road for me. The music is what I really like, and these guys can play their instruments. Yeah, and very well. Did you notice all the beers they brought out for him? No. When they, I don't think I could see the stage very well. Oh, you couldn't. No. So when they were setting up the equipment, they set up the guitars and the amps and the drums and all that. You know make sure everything sounded good and was placed right. Uh-huh. Then they brought out just like bottles of beers and set them on top of the amps. And my first thought was like, it's going to get cold before the end of their set unless they drink them all really warm. quick. Yeah, warm, get warm. It's like, you should just have them come out after every song and bring you a new one. That's a much better solution to this problem, guys. <laughs> but then when they started, you, you might not have seen this then also. The guitar player, he couldn't get his, like, guitar to, like, it wasn't hooked up to the amp just right or something. So they had to bring out the techs again and, like, like flashlights jiggling around. See, I, th- okay, so I thought that that they were playing and then somebody walked out and, like, tripped a chord or something. Oh, no, they were trying to get, like, oh everybody started playing except for the one guitar couldn't get his guitar I going. I see. I thought that they, like, tripped a chord and then. Yeah. See, yeah, it's, I, I guess I really couldn't see the stage very well at all. But. but I mean, another band where it was like, fuck, I need to check these guys out. This is this is some great music. I I loved it. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned uh, Napalm, Napalm Death because according to Wikipedia, they were influenced. So they call them Grindcore oh, on okay. Wikipedia. Um, but one of their influence, influence was Napalm Death. So it's so funny that you mentioned them. Carcasses influence was Napalm. That's what it says on I mean, it's Wikipedia. I guess I could see that yeah. for sure. Yeah. They they had a very similar it's vibe. The same vibe, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they weren't Mastodon. I wanted Mastodon. I know, I know. But I was happy with what we got. They fucking killed it. They did great. Yeah. I was I was adding these two bands to our set list. Uh, playlist or yeah playlist spirit box only had like four five six songs not that not that many songs carcass i think had like 12 to 14 songs okay so pretty decent set yeah yeah ghost had like 20 songs they added or that to their set list so i mean before we get into ghosts, is there anything else about Carcass you want to bring no, up? No, I thought it was great. I was very surprised. Shocked at first on, I don't know. I But I 
looking at um, like just on Bing, the one picture of Carcass is them younger, and I think that's where my mind was going is that they were like a younger, but they were once. And we might be able to see them later this year, right? Like they're going to be with Amon yeah. Moth. Yeah, so they're with Amon Moth again. So, so I'm excited for that. That's yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah, and hopefully, um, that's the Argon, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully the sound is a little bit better. Yeah, because um, I mean, a theme for this weekend, like I said, the next day we were, we went to Lamb of God in Chicago. Audio wasn't the greatest the entire time there, and the yeah. audio here wasn't the greatest. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah, I definitely noticed the audio, the you know, the acoustics being fucked for Spirit Box. Yeah, Carcass, I didn't notice it as bad. See, I thought that it. I still thought Carcass was bad. To me, it was it was fine. Um, and then Ghost, when Ghost came out, to me it was pretty well honed in. Yeah, I feel like um, Kaiserion. How do you say that? Kaiseria. Kaiseria. Um, the first song. Um was still not okay but then they i they fixed it a little bit yeah i still felt like the guitars were overpowering even with ghost but that's my own i mean that's my own opinion so when when ghost came out like i said we we had seen them earlier this year what were your thoughts when they started playing my thoughts yeah that it was exactly the same concert that we had already saw this year yeah, it was weird, right? <laughs> like, we've noticed this with some bands where um, they they do the exact same set list yeah. every single show. Yeah. And the first, like, two songs were identical to the first time we saw them. Three. I think it was only two. Really? So I added the songs to our set list today. So, because Kaiseria was the first song, and then Rats. So, the first time we saw them, it started Kaiserian, Rats, From the Pinnacle to the Pits. Oh, that was that. And then Mariana Cross. Yeah. This time around, I think that third song was different. Oh, okay. I thought it was the same. But now that you said Pinnacle. I guess I was misunderstanding or misremembering the first concert. But yeah, I, I know during Rats, I was like, I think I even turned to you and was like, is this the same concert, or the same set list? And I thought that the third song was the same, but now that you said Pinnacle, what was it this time? I, it might have been like Faith or something. It was a little different. No, Faith is later, I thought. It, it was a little different. Okay. I don't know what it was, okay. but yeah. Um, but then when they didn't play Mary on the cross, Mary on a cross um, for the fourth song, I got scared that they weren't going to play it. Not scared, but disappointed. It it also the set list. It seemed like they added a lot more songs or a few more songs that we hadn't heard previously. Yeah, for the album, I think. Do you know how many? Do you want to just take a guess at how many songs they added from? On how many? Sorry. <laughs> Do you want to take a guess at how many songs we added to our playlist from this concert? Six. Eight. Oh. Uh, one, two, three, four of those eight came from the new album. And then four of the other ones came from just other albums. 
kind of i mean but that's a to me that's a good thing right you're right faith was the third song <laughs> i mean i i no. get why bands do the exact same set list but i like when they mix it up yeah yeah i i i get it too and oftentimes bands play just their popular songs anyways so you can't really add too many more to that but i like when they play other songs as well yeah and some bands you know you really can't like Rammstein, like their stage is set up for a particular order of songs. Right. So you can't really, at a whim, start changing things around. Like right. it's, I need to bring out this giant cauldron and get it off the stage so then I can bring out the giant wings. Yeah. So no, I, I get what you're saying. Like you can't just be like, oh, I'm not doing this. We're, we're carrying this cauldron around with me for all these shows. Like we're just not going to use it tonight. Right. But, I mean, Ghost came out. Again, like you said, it was very similar to the last time we saw them. You had the nameless ghouls in their same get-ups with, like, these gas masks on that you can't see any features about them. Mm-hmm. Um, the only person you can see is the pulp, Poppy the Fourth, or yeah, Tobias is his name? Tobias is his, yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's so much theatrics that go along around with this um and i noticed this the first time i noticed it a little bit this time but i felt like there was a lot more of it going on when we saw them earlier this year but there'd be times where one of the ghouls was off doing his like little solo or doing his little thing or he'd be on like that middle jet out thing and tobias or poppy whoever would come out and like what the fuck are you doing i'm the goddamn pulp you get the fuck back there and he'd like shoo him away or like kick at him and stuff i don't know i enjoyed that did you notice any of that this time yeah yeah i noticed a few of them and like one um during one of the songs like um he got uh tobias goes back to one of the ghouls and like makes him dance like dance monkey dance and like as soon as he would turn his back they would stop dancing and then he would like turn around again and they would like start dancing so yeah, I'm, I miss, it's just fun. Yeah, I miss that. I, I did see him, like, bring him back and, like, you will stand here and then put the hand on the back of his head and, like, now you need a head bang. <laughs> I didn't see the whole, like, walking away and looking back thing. Oh, okay. Which yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah. It is another one of those shows where there's there can be so much going on. Kind of like um, Slipknot also. Like, there's so much going on that you could miss something because you're looking you know, like, to the right or to the left, and you're not seeing exactly what's going on. Um, and I even made the comment, like, with how small the stage was. I was like, how are they going to get, like, nine people up there? I don't know how many people they have. I feel like when they were in Rosemont, there was, like, nine. It's close to that much because you have what you – we have your drummer, your two guitar players, your bass, Tobias. Keyboard. <laughs> Keyboard. I don't know if that's the same as the tambourine player. I saw the tambourine, yeah. I love the tambourine player. Me too, me too. Going nuts on that thing. Yeah. And then there's like maybe one to two others. So you're at like... Well, there's like a backup singer too. That that could be the tambourine too. I don't know. Could be, yeah. Uh, So there you're like eight to nine people in this band. Yeah. And yeah, there's so much going on. So much imagery. the, The backdrop of that stained glass. I know. I want that as a poster. Like, they just need to make that as a poster. And I would hang that. Or, like, a banner or something. I would hang it on a wall. Do, like, a tour poster, right? Where it's, like, I don't know. It'd be it'd be awesome. Yeah. 
And we didn't get a poster because they had a poster, but it was just like a... Just a normal poster. I want like a tour poster either with either... I, I like how Metallica and Mastodon both do show unique posters. I think like Tool and a few other bands do show unique posters. Like we're at this particular show. Here's the poster for that. Other bands that we've gotten... Avatar, Slipknot, um, Disturbed, Disturbed, all have tour posters where it's yeah. like, here's the poster for the tour, which is also super awesome to have. Um, I, I just wish this was one of those where it had like the dates on it and showed you like, or at least the venues that they were going to. Yeah, yeah. I understand there for a while people, or they weren't putting dates on shirts or anything because... You never knew if something was going to get canceled or postponed. So I understand the whole not putting dates. But, yeah, I, I would like – because even when we saw them earlier this year, they didn't have a poster. Um, right. Well, <laughs> maybe they did. Maybe. maybe it was in a different tent or booth Yeah. that we just didn't find. And yeah. we didn't know they'd do two it separate. Could have been. been. So um, something that I found on Friday morning that we didn't know about, but um, Tobias actually – was here in Chicago on Thursday night. So before he saw the show. Yeah, yeah. So um, we can see, what is it called? Guaranteed Rate Field? Sox Field, yeah. Sox Field, where the White Sox play. But we can see that from our place. It's a long ways away from our place, but you can still see it from our place. And um, so we were pretty close. Like, we could have just jumped on the train and been there. But um, he threw out the first pitch, and he was all makeup and – Everything. The imagery was super awesome yeah. with him with like his white and black ghost makeup. Yep. Or corpse makeup, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And then coming out with the white and black pinstripes, the socks uniform. Right, right. And, and like, black gloves. Yeah. And like strutting across. Like, yeah. like this man is a showman for sure. 100%. 100%. And he, he brings it wherever he goes. Yeah. The live show, like out here and like doing this promotional thing. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. We were talking on um, a previous podcast about not doing meet and greets, but I feel like this would be a meet and greet that would just be fun. Like, I don't know what I would say, but. Yeah, I don't know. Bring a Bible form to sign. Exactly. That'd be kind of fun. Or, like, just go along our our religious books and be like. Here, sign this. Sign all of these, <laughs> please. That could be fun. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> The show has just, like I said, had so much. There was he had he does costume changes. He does. I was gonna bring that up. So we went to an unfortunate in this moment show. Oh yes, yes. Um, many years ago, two thousand seventeen. Uh, I want to say eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Somewhere in there, yeah. Right, so not that long ago, I guess. But um, it was my first time ever seeing them. You listen to their music a lot, um, and. We'd never been to one of their shows. And it was one of their earlier shows of the tour. But... Yeah, I feel like it was, like, either their first or within the top five shows yeah. of the tour. So, every costume change was just dead time. No music. No nothing. It took forever. It felt like it took forever, anyways, for the costume change. So, I made the comment of, like, why do you have to change costumes? Like, just wear the same thing. Whatever. I mean, I understand, like, they, I mean, even, like, Metallica changes. I don't know if you've ever noticed. But they change their shirt. Uh, I mean, yeah, like, James might start with a 
a jacket on. He'll take that off. Well, even for Lala, they all changed their shirts. Did they? Yeah. I'm sure just because they were sweaty. I guess I don't know. Maybe, yeah. But um, anyways, it doesn't matter. But um, then with Ghosts, like every couple songs, he has a different costume that he wears. And like some of them is just like one song. He wears like the Pope outfit or, um, you know, whatever. He changes into the bat. He has like bat wings that he wears yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But during the changing, there's music playing or like they're doing they do like solos and stuff or like good um du- dueling gu- guitars yep, and yep. stuff like that so you don't realize that like tobias is off the stage getting changed because there's something going on to entertain yeah. you yeah so i mean i think it's the big difference is you have to have that performance going on and same with avatar when um johans goes and changes or gets a jacket or whatever like the guitarists are playing or something so like you have to have that otherwise it's just dead silence and just yeah dead noise nothing going on yeah dead space yeah it's not fun yeah so here i mean and this is all obviously kind of what you were saying about romside not being able to like change their set that much which for ghost might be almost the same because the backstage has to know like what costume to use when so you can't really change that up too much yeah i mean the costume's a little better than a giant cauldron (laughs) that's true like it's it's clothing or the pyro going off right (laughs) it's a little different but no i get what you're saying and especially that like not having dead space in between songs and having something going on like during the in this moment toward the end i think the band knew what the fuck was like something's off so they came out and just jammed for a little bit. I yeah. think they did some Metallica covers and some other covers. And like, that was awesome. It's like, if you guys would have just done this all night, this would have been a great show, but that dead space. And they didn't have that here. And I think that dueling guitars you were talking about, is that when they led into the pulp coming out? Yeah. yeah. Like they brought the casket out. Yeah. And they brought like the pulp back to life, which wasn't Tobias. It was no. some other guy. And he came out and played saxophone. Yeah, it was like, so much fun. It was awesome. Yeah. And then they put him back in the casket after the song, and Willem off, and Poppy the Fourth comes out and like, he used to be my predecessor. <laughs> so like, I'm almost, I haven't done much research into Ghost. I've listened to their music in the past. I'm very confident that Tobias is the person who's been in the band singing the songs all the time. I don't think they change out singers every album for a new no, pulp. You don't think it's like the doctor? I don't think it's like the doctor. That every season there's a new one? No, I, I don't. That'd be interesting to research, though, to see. So if... I'm assuming he just, like, changes his persona. Like, I am Poppy the Fourth type thing. Maybe. Uh, That's interesting. Never, I never even thought about that. Somebody could correct Because there was even one song where he's like, here's a song my father used to sing. Yeah, yeah. And... He said Poppy. Like Whatever. Poppy yeah. Say. So that was, I don't know, that was fun. I mean, all in all, the show was awesome. Um, so, again, I'm on Wikipedia. As you know, Wikipedia knows everything. Um, the band was formed in 2006, but it wasn't until 2017 that it was known that Tobias Forge was the singer. That's the thing, right? The nameless ghouls, you you might know who they are, 
But you don't, like, know who they are, right? Yeah, they're supposed to be anonymous. Right. Like, basically nameless. Like, nobody knows who they are. Yeah. Like, Slipknot, I think, was the same way for a while, right? Where it was, you know their names, but you don't know what their faces look like type thing. Yeah. When I feel like, um, even with, but with ghosts, like, you, they're not listed anywhere. Oh, they're not? No. And I think one of them, I, I don't know. There was, like, a whole article about it a few months ago, but... One of them got fired and basically outed that, well, not fired. I don't even know. I shouldn't even say that. But there was, like, a controversy where one of them outed that they were a nameless ghoul. And it was, like, a big, it was, you know how, like, one of the articles or one of the um, music publications, like, does, you know, like, post something and then everybody is talking about it for, like, a day and then nobody knows about it. So, and I don't read. I kind of remember that. Yeah. I don't read articles. I just read the headlines. headlines. <laughs> I could be hundred percent wrong on that one. No, I, I vaguely remember that yeah. too. And it, yeah. you know, it's kind of weird that there are. I don't know. I don't know. We have to. I don't know the business side of the music that much. We we mentioned it with Aaron Jones, where he's like, "Thanks for coming to see my music." Yeah, it's like you're not playing all the instruments. You have these guys behind you, and you do. Give it up for so-and-so on drums. Give it up for XYZ on bass, right? So, like, that's cool. But at the same time, are you in recording playing every single instrument? Or there's definitely a collaborative aspect to music making. Yeah. It's not, like it's one of those rare art forms where there's collaborativeness to to your art. Yeah. Like, I think we did mention that during upheaval about Aaron Jones. But, I mean... If you kind of think about it as on the, I mean, there's other genres that do this, but like on the countryside, like you go see like George Strait or Reba McIntyre or Toby Keith. I don't know any other, I mean, I know so many of them, but I'm not thinking of their names. And it's not like you go see George Strait and his band. Yeah. So maybe Aaron Jones is just in that persona of I'm Aaron Jones and it's I, I, I've never we've never been to a country concert, so I don't know how those performers But I mean the same thing's true with like Rob Zombie, right? It's yeah. Rob Zombie and his band yeah. type thing. So it's I guess what I'm getting at is you have to credit people for writing the song. So if you look at I know like Metallica for instance, if you look at their liner notes you'll see Hetfield Lars on the first album a lot. Yeah. Hetfield Lars Burton a lot. And then you'll also see one or two with Mustaine listed in there. Yeah. Even on the second album, he wasn't fucking there anymore. He's still listed as a contributor. So the same thing, like on this new album for ghost, is it Tobias and ghoul one ghoul two? Like how, how do you credit? Like, and same thing with like that, that's what I'm getting at with I don't understand that aspect of Aaron Jones, Rob Zombie, you know, stuff like that where it's you could, I'm not saying you can't, you could be doing all the instruments and writing all the music yourself. But are you? And at the same time with that early Metallica with Lars and Hetfield, there's other members in the band adding to that so how are they not like why are they not credited and that's where i'm like i don't understand that creativeness and that 
royalty aspect of it. Is that really all money related? Blah, blah, blah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, it could just be their persona. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, I do know this was an awesome show. It was. We kind of got away from the show and started talking about the band, but yeah, and we're probably talking about stuff we don't even know about because we don't. Really, oh, hundred percent. We don't really research bands. We just go and. That's the best to thing them. to do is talk about shit you don't know about. Yeah. Like that's. And then yeah. we're gonna post this on the internet, so then we, it's on the internet, so it's true. Right. Well, that's what everybody does on the internet. You don't you bullshit about shit you don't know about. Yep. Like if you're on the internet talking, you don't know shit. Yeah. So we're contributing. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, closing notes started and kind of continued through like a disappointing, like disappointment after disappointment after disappointment. But after all that disappointment, there was so much, so much good things yeah. about this. I don't think we mentioned this was their last show of oh, their tour. Yeah. So, I, w- so. I was wondering if that's why their set list seems so long. Possibly. If they're just like going off on a bang, like, fuck it. We're taking a long break after this. Let's have fun. Yeah. But it was, you could not tell it was their last show, though. Like, they performed like it was. Just any other show. Any other show. Yeah. I mean, because sometimes you get the last performance or, like, near the end. Toward and they're the just, end. they're just done. They're drinking. They're. We're going to have ourselves a good time while yeah. we're up here. Yeah. Yeah. And you could just tell that they're ready to go home. And, but with ghosts, I couldn't tell anyways. I no. mean. And Carcass, this was the only performance, so. It was but, their only one-off yeah. performance, yep. yeah. Yeah, Um. So, my thoughts, I will see Ghost 100 times. I mean, if they came around as much as Avatar, I'm sure we would go as much as Avatar, Um. which they're both from Sweden, so maybe someday we can get over there and see both of them while we're there. Even for 100 bucks a show? 100%. <laughs> I mean, you started the show off being like, that was a lot of money, I can't believe for we paid that much. For the venue and the... You're not paying for the venue, you're paying for the band. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like the fee comes with the venue, though. Or the price comes with the venue. I like, mean, going to see a show at United Center is going to be a way more than going to see a show at House of Blues. Right, but you're not going to see Disturbed or Ghosts at House of Blues. So you have to go to that bigger venue where they can then charge more money. Yeah, I guess. I don't, once again, business side of things. Yeah, I, don't I don't know don't. how it all works. <laughs> Me neither. So... But um, we talked about this on our way home, I think, or maybe that night. I'm not sure. But um, we're trying to find more venues that we like around Chicago so that we're not constantly just going. I mean, because not everything comes to Chicago, and we like to travel to go see shows. But we have to do it in a way that it's within just a couple hours so we can still hold a job and do this. So... Green Bay was one that I was like, oh, it's not that bad. Like, we could go up there more. But in my opinion, I will not be seeking out this venue to see shows. Yeah, What's not, your opinion? Not this venue, for sure. Um, maybe we'll do it again just to see if it was just a one-off maybe. acoustic thing. That's just why it was, like, maybe it was just a bad night for the sound engineers, right? Or they're just done, too. It's their last show. They were partying having a good time before it started so like i said by the time ghost came on i didn't think there was any issues with sound oh yeah it was so much better um so i mean maybe not this venue in particular but maybe if something's there we will we will check it out but at the same time we didn't 
get to explore Green Bay and see Green Bay. So I would definitely go back to do that. Right. I'm not saying I won't go back to Green Bay. I'm saying I'm not going to be looking at this venue for concerts that are coming around. If it's in Madison or Milwaukee, I would choose those two right now over Green Bay. Oh, yeah. Me too. Um, Grand Rapids also. Yeah. I I low-key really, really love Milwaukee. Milwaukee's a pretty cool town. I know. Milwaukee and Grand Rapids are my two favorite. They're up there, here. yeah. Like if we're not going back to Iowa, but going somewhere else. Yeah. And like getting to Green Bay wasn't hard. It's straight north, but there's nothing between Milwaukee and Green Bay. Yeah. That we saw. Yeah. Maybe we need to get off the interstate a little bit. All in all, I mean, like I said, a night of many disappointments was overshadowed by so many fucking awesome bands and performances. I think it's been a long time since we've been to a show that we're like, we liked all three bands. Yes, it has been. There's been a long time since we've been to like every band killed it and they killed it in this time. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not always negative. We do like openers. I love openers. Openers are the shit. Like that's where we find out about new bands. I know. We learned two new bands. I know <laughs> from this one concert. I feel like the last couple of concerts we talked about that were like, I don't like these people. Maybe I don't know. There's a good mix. It's a hit and miss. It's like you said. It's very rare that you get everything. Is just oh, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, any other thoughts? No, I think that's it for me. Cool. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Cool. See y'all later.